Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Sodom and Gomorrah Christians. Let's pray. Father, we come today hungry and ready to receive from your precious word, Father. We thank you that your word is a living thing and that you help us rightly divide the word of truth, Father. We choose not to follow these end-time Christians that have left your word and teaching fables, Father. We choose to stay with you, and we know that we have an eternity in heaven to look forward to, Father. So thank you for helping us. In Jesus' name, amen. Folks, we're going to talk today about this topic, Sodom and Gomorrah Christians. My friends, unless we've had our heads buried in the sand and not reading our Bibles, it is very obvious that we are in the end of the end times. And one of those signs is extreme sin, including sexual perversion. God is trying to warn his people in the Bible and through the Holy Spirit. And the times of Sodom and Gomorrah are a great example for us because we are living in similar times today. Don't fall into the trap of the devil into accepting sexual perversion. Sadly, even being followed by many so-called Christians. But true Christians follow the teachings of the Bible, and the Bible is very clear about holiness and sin. Let's start today in Luke 17, 28 through 30 in the Amplified Bible. 28, it was the same as it was in the days of Lot. People were eating, they were drinking, they were buying, they were selling, they were planting, they were building, carrying on business as usual without regard for their sins. 29, but on the very day that Lot left Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone, burning sulfur from heaven, and destroyed them all. 30, it will be just the same on the day that the Son of Man is revealed. Folks, we're in those days now. People are carrying on business as usual without regard for sin. But it will be just the same as in those days when Jesus returns in the clouds. We all have to choose. Will we choose to live a holy life following Jesus or this new perverted version of Christianity? Genesis 19, the Amplified Bible, verse 1. It was evening when the two angels came to Sodom. Lot was sitting at Sodom city gate. Seeing them, Lot got up to meet them and bowed down with his face to the ground. Two and he said, See here, my lords, please turn aside and come into your servant's house and spend the night and wash your feet, and then you may get up early and go your way. But they said, No, we shall spend the night in the open plaza of the city. Three, however, Lot strongly urged them, so they turned aside and entered the house, and he prepared a feast for them with wine, and baked unleavened bread, and they ate. For, but before they lay down to sleep, the men of the city, the men of Sodom, both young and old, surrounded the house, all the men from every quarter. Five, and they called out to Lot and said to them, Where are the men who came to you tonight? Bring them out to us so that we may know them intimately. Six, but Lot went out the doorway to the men and shut the door after him and said, Please, my brothers, do not do something so wicked. Folks, these men were there to have homosexual relations with these two men, these two angels 
that came in the form of men. 8. See here, I have two daughters who have not known a man intimately. Please let me bring them out to you instead, and you can do as you please with them, only do nothing to these men, because they have in fact come under the shelter of my roof for protection. Folks, this is what happens when we hang out in the Sodom and Gomorrahs of our world today. Sexual perversion, all sorts of ungodliness and sin, and that's the majority of the world today that's deceived many large denominations into allowing sexual perversion and promoting sexual perversion. Nine, but they said, get out of the way, and they said, this man Lot came as an outsider to live here temporarily, and now he is acting like a judge. Now we will treat you worse than your visitors. So they rushed forward and pressed violently against Lot and came close to breaking the door down of his house. Ten, but the men, angels, reached out with their hands and pulled Lot into the house with them and shut the door after him. Eleven, they struck, punished the men who were at the doorway of the house with blindness from the young men to the old men so that they exhausted themselves trying to find the doorway. Twelve, and the two men, angels, asked Lot, Have you any others here in Sodom, a son-in-law, and your sons and your daughters? Whomever you have in the city, take them out of here. Thirteen, for we are destroying this place because the outcry for judgment against them has grown so great before the Lord that the Lord has sent us to destroy and ruin it. My friends, this is where we are at the end of the earth. Gross perversion. Sin of all nature that's taking over this world, but yet there's a strong remnant of Christians still living for Jesus. 14. So Lot went out and spoke to his sons-in-laws, who were betrothed and legally promised to marry his daughters, and said, Get up, get out of this place, for the Lord is about to destroy this city. But to his sons-in-laws he appeared to be joking. 15. When morning dawned, the angels urged Lot to hurry, saying, Get up, take your wife and two daughters who are here, and go, or you will be swept away in the punishment of the city. 16. But Lot hesitated and lingered. The men took hold of his hand, and the hand of his wife, and the hands of his two daughters, because the Lord was merciful to him for Abraham's sake. And they brought him out, and left him outside the city with his family. My friends, God is trying to take our hand, say, come with me, be with me. Don't be deceived by the perversion of the world. Hurry. Don't hesitate. Don't linger with the world, but stay with me. The question is, will we listen to him? 17, when they had brought them outside, one of the angels said, escape for your life. Do not look behind you or stop anywhere in the entire valley. Escape to the mountains of Moab, or you will be consumed and swept away. Folks, we are not to look back at our former ways in our life, before we receive Jesus, in the mires of sin, we are to press forward and look ahead with Jesus. 18, but Lot said to them, Oh no, not that place, my lords. 19, please listen, your servant has found favor in your sight, and you have magnified your loving kindness, mercy to me by saving my life. But I cannot escape to the mountains, because the disaster will overtake me, and I will be killed. 20. Now look, this town in the distance is near enough for us to flee to, and it is small with only a few people. Please let me escape there 
Is it not small? So that my life will be saved. 21, the angel said to him, Behold, I grant you this request also. I will not destroy this town for which you have spoken. 22, hurry and take refuge there, for I cannot do anything to punish Sodom until you arrive there. For this reason, the town was named Zor, few small. 23, the sun had risen over the earth when Lot came to Zor. 24, then the Lord rained down brimstone, flaming sulfur, and fire on Sodom and Gomorrah from the Lord out of heaven. 25, and he overthrew, demolished, ended those cities and the entire valley and all the inhabitants of the cities and whatever grew on the ground. 26, but Lot's wife from behind him foolishly, longingly looked back toward Sodom in an act of disobedience, and she became a pillar of salt. My friends, many people are looking back on these end times to what their life was, looking back to say, well, maybe God's okay with sexual perversion. Everybody in the world seems to want to do that. They were born that way. No, that's the devil's deception. We are not to look back and look longingly at sin or allow any support for sin because it's all of the devil. 27, Abraham started out early the next morning to the place where he only the day before had stood before the Lord. 28, he looked down toward Sodom and Gomorrah and toward all the land of the valley of the Dead Sea. And he saw and behold, the smoke of the land went up like the smoke of a kiln, pottery furnace. Now let's read in closing 1 Corinthians 6, 9 in the Amplified. Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit or have any share in the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate by perversion, nor those who participate in homosexuality. My friends, God is very clear in the Bible about what type of sin will not allow us into heaven unless we repent and come to Jesus and then live a life that's clean and holy. The question is, will we choose to follow the one true God or the perversion of many of the modern churches today? I hope you'll choose life in Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful that you clearly define sin in your word, Father. We don't have to guess what it is, Father. You are very clear in your Bible. We choose to follow you, to follow holiness, Father, not to support perversion, not to vote for people that do support perversion, Father. We choose to vote for righteous people, Father. We thank you for helping us, and thank you for your mercy. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.